Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today, the Biden administration advocates for hormone treatments for trans kids while rolling out gender neutral passports. If that isn't crazy enough, uh, Uncle Joe also plans to tap into the oil reserves to deal with higher gas prices. It's almost I, I don't know. It's almost like there's something else that we could be doing that we're not doing that the administration is not letting us do. But what do I know? I'm not a gas expert. We've got all that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined by the dynamic duo. It is Stubergear, host of Stu Does America and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, both of these people you should be listening to, you should be subscribed to on audio podcasts as well as YouTube. Uh, and I, it's been a while since you guys have been on together. It's, it's about time. Mm-hmm. It's is about it? time. People are demanding it. Did you did you riot? We did. There was a, we did hold a uh, Antifa type rally. Uh, burned outside. down three stores. But it was mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Yeah. yeah, we didn't burn down a thousand stores. <laughs> right. There's still <laughs> stores standing today. Yeah. yeah. In in this general area. Mm. Um, okay. So I, this is a really good day for you guys to be on. Um, I want to get into. There's. I feel like every day the trans stuff gets worse and worse and worse Mm. that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of it today. So uh, the White House has come out uh, advocating for early trans surgeries and uh, saying that hormones are crucial for kids and teens who identify Mm. as trans. This was uh, messaging released today and the White House actually flagged a resource from the Office of the Assistant Secretary for Health on Transgender Day of Visibility, which mm. I don't do. Do we know is it, like how many years this has been going on? I'm not particularly sure. The Transgender Day of Visibility. I feel like that's a <laughs> relatively new day. Probably next year it will be a holiday. We might mm-hmm. get the week off for it. I don't know. If you don't take the week off, you're a hate monger. You're a transphobe. Transphobe. That, yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, which, you know, I'm just which saying that you guys I agree are with. I would actually take a week <laughs> off for this holiday. I don't know what it is or what it means, but I will take a week off for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. I don't support it. I will take a week <laughs> off for it. Uh, this is, they say, intended to, quote, inform parents and guardians, educators, and other persons supporting children and adolescents with information on what is gender-affirming care and why it is important to transgender, non-binary, and other gender-expansive young people's well-being. Mm which is always important. So let me, let, let's show the, uh, the chart that they have here. Uh, so affirming care, they have social affirmation at any stage. When is it used at any age or stage? Puberty blockers are used during puberty. Hormone therapy, they say, is you, it should be used. Early adolescence onward, and they say it's partially reversible. And then to gender affirming <laughs> surgeries, uh, top surgery, bottom surgery, uh, and the like, and when is it used? It says typically used in adulthood or 
case by case in adolescence. They do at least notate that that one is not reversible. Um, so this is like they're going all in when it comes to this. Um, I want to <laughs> <You I'm>, think <laughs> just yeah. a little bit. I want to give you. Yeah. I want to give you one other story here. So the Biden administration is also while this is going on, uh, they are rolling out gender neutral passports. So in April, U.S. citizens can choose X as their gender on their passport instead Finally. of either male or female. Are you Finally. are you going to make the change as soon as it happens? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've been incredibly disturbed over mm-hmm. the years since mm-hmm. I've tried to get an X passport and they wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> really? But now... Finally, I'm being freed. Mm. Yeah, I've been trying to get an XX or XY because of the chromosomes. I thought <laughs> were, were significant here. I know. I thought here, the X but, was weird. Uh, I'm like, there should be another X. Right. That's how or this a y. is supposed to work. Um, <laughs> if this works like Zelensky's spelling, it should be an I X Y Y. Shouldn't it? I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a fascinating thing to watch as it uh, as it happens, though. I, incredible. I, I was. Uh, there was that article that came out, I think it was last week, um, from USA Today that said scientists have no idea how to tell what a woman is. They, they can't come to a conclusion. On what? This. You didn't I didn't see, see this. Oh, you didn't see this? What? They had this big thing where, like, after the Katanji Brown-Jackson mm. question happened, USA Today wrote a whole column about how scientists agree there's no way to tell what a woman is. Um, <laughs> what? And, no, <laughs> that's true. Stop. Oh, my God. It's so, you, oh. of all people, how... Mm. <laughs> Of all people, how do you not know about this? This is the greatest article of all time. This wow. would be an easy hour for both of you on the show, wow. just reading it and going through it, because it's incredible. And they try to walk you through. And oh of my course, gosh. So instead of just doing what we always do, right, you know, we're conservative shows, we're saying, hey, like, let's look at the obvious here. We know what a man look, and a woman is. Like, for us, it's mm-hmm. pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have a new puppy. I know that mm-hmm. puppy is a girl. How do I know? I she told you. No, I oh. didn't. She didn't bark out a gender. <laughs> oh. I just knew. Um, and we know how this works. But I, that, you know, most of the time I feel like I stop there. You know, it's like, okay, that's enough of their, their point is so dumb. Yeah. But I decided to look into it. And in this article, they explain the six ways, uh, six different ways to, to tell uh, what gender someone might be. And a lot of them are the things that you'll be shocked to hear we bring up all the time, like, you know, birth gender and, uh, you know, chromosomes and things like this. And there's a couple in there that are just sort of like, you know, innocuous, but again, would be things we'd probably accept largely. The last one, though, is secondary sexual characteristics. And I'm like, this is what where we're going here, right? Yeah. Like, this is what they're doing. They're saying... You don't. You can only tell if it's a woman. Well, you know, this person might have all the other five things would be the traditional version of a woman. But the sixth one is secondary sexual characteristics, which could be anything. So I decided to look up what those were. Long, long list of them. Of course. And you'll be here. Here's what they are. It's stuff like men have broad shoulders, right? Like mm-hmm. men are taller and stronger. Have lar- uh, Women have larger breasts than men. Wow. This is all, this is all news to me. I had wow. no idea. Uh, but like all of them, when you looked at even that category and then you look at Leah Thomas, which one are you going to say she is? <laughs> You'd still say she's a man. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. so even in their like convoluted way of trying to figure this out, uh, it, the, the same determination comes to, to the to the forefront. And we uh, in there, they, they quote expert after expert after expert. And none of them 
seem to be able to figure this out. Not the gender studies experts. None of these like highfalutin academics have any idea, with the exception of the biologist, who's basically like, yeah, in the law, like you have to deal with sex, man, man, woman, like basically agreed with our analysis. But it did strike me as one of the problems we're going to have with this going forward is no conservative in their right mind would go through an entire career in school and work their way up to be a gender studies expert. That's insane, right? Mm -hmm. And what is happening is dumb journalists get in there and they have to get a quote from a gender studies expert and they go to them and they're all crazy liberals. There's not one conservative in the field. I guess maybe Deborah So. You have like no, yeah. she's not even a conservative. But like there's nobody out there for them to quote except these evil people who get banned from Amazon. So they just keep churning this out and it, it winds up feeding itself over and over and over again. And this is how you get documents like this that are somehow approved by our government. It's God. it's so crazy, Pat. Let me just let me mm. let me add in a few other quotes that they said. It's to mm. me, it's like so egregious what they're what they're trying to advocate for the children. Uh, they said for transgender and non-binary children and adolescents, early gender affirming care is crucial to overall health and well-being as it allows the child or adolescent to focus on social transitions and can increase their confidence while navigating the healthcare system. Transgender surgeries, hormones, and affirmations are important because these procedures have been shown to increase positive outcomes for transgender and non-binary children and adolescents. We've come so far, so fast, that you can't even get your head around this stuff anymore. We are three years removed from the World Health Organization considering transgenderism a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, they stopped. How old were you in 2019? I think I was four. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, it has happened with such rapidity mm -hmm. that I, I, I could, you couldn't have guessed that we'd be in this situation just five years ago, 10 years ago. And I, I don't know why, necessarily. I, I guess we've gone from 0.7% of the population being trans to about 87% of the population. <laughs> it's a, and it's a so, lot of you know, we got to accommodate them now. That's a lot of surgery. Uh, this was something that was illegal. Nobody did it just years ago. You had to go to Holland or something to get a, a sex surgery. And now you can do it at 7-Eleven. I think we have <laughs> really? trans surgeons at 7-Eleven now. Yeah. I think it's you like stop a, in for a big gulp yeah. and a sex change. Yeah. You get a free Slurpee. Yeah. It's a great deal. Yeah, if you fill your gas enough times, uh, your tank, you will get <laughs> you have a, a punch free card? surgery. You will yes. accruise some points 12, 12 times yeah. That's uh, awesome. to get the free so. surgery. It is. It has happened really, really fast. Unreal. And, uh, and to, to the extent that it's, uh, you know, I, I, one thing I think is mildly encouraging out of this is, and maybe it's because it's gone so fast. Maybe mm -hmm. this is a positive thing in this in this way. Just because, yes, all the crazy pressures are there. Yes, people are getting banned and all these terrible things. But I do think this has hit people as obviously incorrect. Right? Where some of these issues, some of these issues, I think, wind up being these. They turn into this. Like you know, we were talking about this a little bit before we went on the air because we're cool people. We were talking about abortion, and uh, <laughs> it's just become a political issue. People don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. When you got people to think about it, they can change their minds. But because if you're either an R or a D or you're pro-choice, you're pro-life, and you're stuck there forever, and it's impossible to move, with something like this. I think they tried to do it so quickly that people are like, wait, mm -hmm. wait a minute. You want that guy to swim against my daughter? 
Like, mm-hmm. wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And you're seeing polling, you know, that, that, that looks, you know, like a 70-30 type of issue. Now, that might change. They might succeed and change those numbers over time. The same thing you're seeing with, you know, the, uh, the Florida don't say gay mm-hmm. bill. When people actually hear the language, it's a 40-point issue for Republicans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Democrats, number one, politically are overreaching here. And number two, I think it just hits people, even moderates, even some uh, on the left. Who just say, wait a minute, like, guys, I understand. I want to be nice. I want to be respectful of everybody's, you know, different lifestyle and all that. But like, this is obviously false. You want me to embrace two plus two equals five. There's never been a clearer two plus two equals five issue than this. We all know we're all looking at the four mm-hmm. and you're telling us it's a five. And in some cases, like Caitlyn Jenner, they're telling us a 10. She's the most beautiful woman <laughs> in the world. Uh, so it's just it's just obviously wrong. Yeah. And uh I mean, she is stunning, though. I will say that. <laughs> She's stunning. Yeah, she is well, beautiful. she doesn't have so arms like Michelle Levine, Obama. Mm-hmm. I will just tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it is interesting because um, they. I think that it's the same thing with the late-term abortion issue, right? Like, yeah. Democrats have gone mm-hmm. so radical on you should have an abortion up until the point of birth. And by the way, you should shout about it and you should be proud of it. Mm-hmm. And you should brag about it to all your friends how many abortions you've had. And you should go on mm-hmm. national television and talk about it like it's a joke. And I think that it's the same thing with that, with this. It's like... Even regular people, even Democrats look at that and they're like, that feels really gross and I can't get on board with it. So yeah. it's, it's really, it's like, I, I, it's not anything to me, it's not anything that the conservatives are doing to like steer people in the right direction. It's always just the Democrats doubling down to the point of they're so radical that people are like, ooh, I can't be a part of that anymore. Yeah, in a way, it's a gift to Republican yeah. politicians who can sit there and just say, I don't know, don't kill kids as they're coming out uh, right. uh, of the woman. Right. Uh, and, you know, this is you know, third term abortion. Is or a, man. Uh, or man, sorry. Yeah. Right. How dare you? <laughs> Thank How you so much. Thank you for catching me for yeah. my hatred. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if I remember the numbers right, Third-term abortion, not what I would consider necessarily late, you know, uh, partial birth abortion, but third-term abortion is an 84 to 13 mm-hmm. issue in this country. It is mm. not close. It is not close. No one thinks. This, no, no one. Wow. Almost she no one thinks. I was so mad. I hit the. I hit the <laughs> mug. Um, no one thinks this is a good idea. I yeah. mean, only the AOCs of the world approve of this. But what's interesting is. It's basically everybody in the Democratic Party that is actually elected in office mm-hmm. to the yeah. to the extent that they won't they can't even say that uh, uh, one second before birth uh, is off limits. They can't even say that. And, you know, people people hear that. They recognize that that is just it, it, it hits them not intellectually as wrong, but emotionally as wrong. And I think a lot of times that's that's more powerful. And fortunately, because the trans woman battle involves another protected group or one that used to be protected, and that's women, yeah. uh, there might be some pushback on this. And we, we might come out on top of this situation. I hope, uh, because you look at people like J.K. Rowling, who have pushed back against all of this, don't say women things, spell it with an X, you don't know a woman from a man, because she's, you know, a radical liberal, but she also understands the science right. of womanhood uh, versus manhood. And... You know, so you've got people like that pushing back. That helps us. I so before I know we got to go to break, but I want to get your take, guys. On um, you mentioned Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. earlier. The, the this beautiful. is of course, yeah. This is of course Bruce Jenner. Uh, well, wow, you just dead named him. I did. Oh, wow. I did. I, I did. Mean her. 
dead named her. I dare you to try to cancel me over it. Wow. Uh, Fox News. I almost oh I God, caught myself did. those. I don't you dead named yes. him. You dead sexed her. <laughs> dead sexed. And that's, yeah. that's dead gendered. That's even worse than naming. Is it? That's the worst one, the dead sexing. <laughs> I guess I won't be back next Thursday. Fox News. <laughs> Fox News has signed Caitlyn Jenner as a contributor. Uh, and they say, mm. Caitlin's story is an inspiration to us all. She, oh, she it- is a trailblazer in the LGBTQ community, and her illustrious career spans a variety of fields that will be a tremendous <laughs> asset for our audience. This is Fox News. Why wow. are you still watching this network? <laughs> oh, thoughts? That's, Anyone oh, want to tackle this? Oh, it's fascinating. I yeah. mean, look, you know, having a commentator on, if they, the, the prime determinant uh, factor there is if they have something interesting to say, they can have a weird, uh, different background. I mean, it's okay to have some people with different voices. To sit here and, and you know, do the glowing... Uh, she's a beautiful uh, yeah. woman is is always a, an awkward thing for me. But like this is happening all over the place. You know, Ellen Page, who is now what Elliot Page, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, the, mm-hmm. Netflix has gone back and changed her credits in previous movies, like Juno, where now it now says My Juno gosh. has Elliot Page in it, which it didn't. No. It had Ellen Page in right. it. And like, what was the determination wow. of this company? Why did they hire a man to play this role of a pregnant girl? Like, why did they do that? Because it wasn't a man. That's why. And still isn't a man. I, you know, we, people can go through their own internal conflicts. And you know what? It would probably be interesting to understand what gender my puppy thinks that she is. However, it's not important to the outside world. It might be interesting for them to go mm-hmm. through it. It might be a battle inside their mind. It might be all sorts of different things. But it is not necessarily interesting to outside observers. Outside observers are supposed to understand what the truth of the matter is, and we all know what that is. Yeah, Pat, feels a lot like pandering. Oh, yes. and it's, it's really disappointing to see Fox cave into it, it, it you know, to welcome her as an inspiration <laughs> to... As an athlete. Yeah. Uh, I guess Bruce when, a great athlete. when she was a man, athlete, right. she was an inspiration yeah. and a really good athlete. Are we going to go back and say Caitlyn Jenner won the gold medal in the men's decathlon competition? You can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, it's incredible. Well, that's what they did with uh, I know. Ellen Page. Yeah. I, know. I mean, I, I, know. I, I yeah. honestly, I, I heard a podcast once from ESPN and they were talking about, they just were talking about the decathlon. It was about the decathlon. And had nothing to do with Bruce Jenner, but like you can't talk about the decathlon without talking about Bruce Jenner. So they went through the whole thing. They're talking about Bruce mm. Jenner. These guys, these athletes are like, well, you know, I grew up, I was watching Bruce Jenner, it was amazing. And they had these disclaimers that ran like, Bruce, you're not going to believe this, but Bruce Jenner is actually Caitlyn Jenner. And they should have said Caitlyn Jenner. We're so sorry they said Bruce Jenner. It's like, Bruce Jenner won the freaking medal. You, when you wow. said, hey, Bruce, he'd look at you. That's yeah. how that worked that entire time. Now, if he's decided to change his name now, that doesn't change what he was then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. really, really sad to see Fox News <laughs> go that route. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Z-Stack. So if you've been ro- watching this program the last couple years, uh, I don't have to tell you this, but it's really time that you have to take control of your own health because the government is not going to protect you Big Pharma, you know, is not going to protect you if you 
are watching my face every day, you better know that Big Pharma is not going to protect you. Uh, that is where Z-Stack comes in. It is a specially formulated immune-boosting supplement. It's got zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D. This is, uh, this is all formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. He's the same doctor that treated President Trump when he got COVID. He's uh, the same doctor that uh, helped him t make the decision to take hydroxychloroquine. This is kosher. It's GMP certified. It's produced right here in the United States. And uh, look, it doesn't only help you with COVID, all of the, the variants of COVID. It is also going to help your immune system fight off things like the flu, fight off things like cold. These are all ingredients that are really, really amazing for you to just have every day, no matter what you are trying to protect yourself from. So there's no reason to wait. My son, my baby actually just got a cold and like all of us have held on strong because we are taking Z-Stack Life every day. You gotta go do it. Go to zstacklife.com slash Y, enter the promo code Y, you'll get a discount off of your first order. That is zstacklife.com slash Y, promo code Y. We just got done talking about how the Biden administration apparently doesn't uh, know what a woman actually is. This will be interesting to figure out because the same administration just proposed uh, a 7.5 billion 2023 budget that contains a provision to put the first woman and person of color on the moon. So this is in the section of uh, to fund NASA. The provision is to enhance U.S. human spaceflight leadership. And this is supposed to happen by 2025. And of course, like everything else in the government now, it has to include diversity, equity, and inclusion, which, by the way, this budget uh, just in itself uses the word equity 158 times in 158 pages. So it's a big part of their budget, equity. Uh, and it, it's just interesting, you guys, because I don't, like, what is a woman because they just got done telling us that anyone can be a woman if they want to. So where is this money going mm. to to put the first woman and person of color on the moon? Is it going to be an actual woman? Is it, can, and can trans women do it? Like, where, where do we even stand? I don't even know, because every time I turn around, they're completely contradicting themselves. Also, why are we spending money on this crap? That's all I got. Hmm. Well, that's that's a lot, and it's, uh, you're totally right on this. I mean, it is a fascinating thing to watch because they keep talking themselves into these corners. You know, the, the, I always think of it as like there are just you know, you think of a, a map and two major roads intersecting, and a lot of times that's the liberal argument. And these cars just crash into each other in the intersection because they don't work together. Like you can't say that you don't know what a woman is and name the first black woman Supreme Court justice. Yes. Like you can't. Like how do you know you named them? Who and nominate the first black woman Supreme Court justice who won't admit what the definition of a woman is. Yeah, she can't answer that. <laughs> it's like, like, what kind what? of weird appeal to expertise is this? Just freaking say it. <laughs> you know, if, if you know you're a woman, how do you know it? You wouldn't be in the position you were today if you were not a woman. Yeah, I guess that's the only way she knows is she got named. She was like shocked. <laughs> wow, I thought I was a dude this whole time. And then here we are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just such a bad, it's so obviously ridiculous. Um, and, you know, I, there is like I, it's hard to find any, you know, anything to uh, to go to go into because it's such it's such a strange and obviously false premise. You know, uh, we I remember reading 1984 and thinking to myself, like, OK, this is an interesting story about how government can get out of control and how people can be sheep, essentially. But obviously they don't really mean 
that someone could be fooled to say two plus two equals five. Like that's not a real example that could never happen. Absolutely, it could mm-hmm. happen. Absolutely, it could happen. Look at this. We are looking at people that we all know. All of us know. It's not just us. This is not secret knowledge for conservatives on the blaze. This is not o- only what uh, talk show hosts knows and people at uh, you know at the Daily Wire know. Everyone knows this. They all agree with us in private. In their brains, they all know what we're saying is true. Yet we are still going on with this idiotic game. And I don't, like, it's almost impossible to talk about because how do you convince a person that two plus two equals four if they think it's five? What do you do? There's no, it's just completely false. You know, I remember when we were doing the Pat and Stu back in the day and we were watching a clip of of Ellen DeGeneres and it sticks with me because she described it as, she said, uh, sex is, you know, it's a whatever, it's a man and a woman, but gender is how you feel in your mind, how you feel in your mind. And I I was caught, it stuck with me of like, okay, well, Let's just say there is a feeling where you feel like, you know, Caitlyn Jenner might feel like, you know, he's a he's a woman. Um, And that might be interesting to study. It might be. It's certainly interesting for her own uh, health issues and, and, and all the things associated with what she might be dealing with. But on the other hand, like we like I, I it's not for me to worry about how she feels right mm-hmm. it's it's like it's something else and I, I thought to myself the other day ellen has got if she still maintains that viewpoint now has to be a transphobe because that's no longer an acceptable viewpoint i remember latching onto it because i was like okay i can kind of understand this here's one of the biggest gay rights activists in the world one of the most famous lesbians in the world up there on stage explaining this so that Average people in the middle of the country that watch your show can understand it. And it was interesting to hear. And I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you're just saying there's some other side factor that's different. And maybe we can understand it a little bit better. She's got to be a transphobe by now. She's got to be. It's probably why they don't let her on TV anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe part of it. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) And for the administration to be specifying that it has to be a woman, there has to be a minority, that's insulting to the woman and the minority. Mm -hmm. Because now they'll know. And maybe they don't maybe they just don't think about about it this way because they're probably leftists anyway. But if it were me and they said this has to be a uh, male around 60 ish talk show host that goes up and lands on the moon this time. I think, well, I didn't really deserve this. Right. right? They just kind of ceded it to me. I got a handout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's insulting. It was insulting, I think, to con- Ketanji uh, Brown Jackson. Mm-hmm. It's insulting to whoever winds up to to do this, going to the moon. Uh, it's it's pathetic. It, it's taking away all of the skill and the effort and the motivation that you had your whole life to get to a position where you could go to the moon or you could become a Supreme Court justice, because they've just said, yeah, we're just going to give it to you because you're you and the way you look. Yeah, and like they might also be qualified, right? I'm sure there's might plenty be, of people in these categories. But you're not going to know. Right? You'll but never know. You'll right? never know. What a what a yeah. terrible thing. Yeah. What, do you, what do you go through this process for? You want to pro- you want to prove that you're the best at something. You want to show that you mm-hmm. c- you can achieve these things based on merit. Why would you want to achieve something based on skin color? It's the same thing that correctly we look back at our history and complain about when we're talking about. Um, uh, I was watching a documentary on baseball the other day, and they were talking about um, uh, perfect games. And I think it was Bob Feller had a perfect game in like 1948 or something. And they correctly pointed out, and I think it's notable, that uh, that he he played in a league that was not 
uh, that did not have black players in it, mm-hmm. right? And like mm-hmm. that is an asterisk. Like mm-hmm. it obviously was, and that's not the way it should be. They had eliminated all competition that wasn't white. Wrong, right? Yeah. Now we're doing the same thing on the other side and saying we're just going to eliminate all competition that's white. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's also right. wrong. Stop making decisions based on skin color. It's a pretty easy guideline. Also, I'm having a hard time. Just as a side note. Uh, that's not necessarily trans related, but going back to the moon by 2025 or 2029. Uh, so what? We did it in 1969. <laughs> yeah. I can't get excited about something we did 53 yeah. years ago. And now all of a sudden it's a really hard thing to do and we can't do it for another three years. How did that happen? Mm. That's another liberal thing because yeah. uh, they stopped the space uh, program. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let me let's go ahead and take a break. And then I want to get into uh, the Biden administration planning to tap our oil reserves to control the gas prices. Uh, really we'll get idea. into that when we return. You think really, so? Really good. Really? really? Good. All the right. Yeah, yeah, they are. They've done really well. Joe Biden is reportedly preparing to order the release of up to one million barrels of oil per day from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve. Uh, This is, they say, in order to control the energy prices that have spiked. Now, the Biden administration would call it the Putin price hike. Uh, But if you look at the actual graph of like when the cost of gasoline and oil started spiking, it was long before anything between Russia or Ukraine uh, broke out. So um, this was, let's see, according to the Department of Energy, they say more than 568 million barrels of oil were held in the reserves uh, as of March 25th. But how many how many barrels of oil do we use in a day in this country? Over 20 million barrels a day. So we're going to release up to 1 million barrels a day. <laughs> right. And we only have... So many, right? Five hundred, five hundred and sixty-eight, maybe. Uh, if this this is according to uh, March twenty-fifth, mm-hmm. so we're just going to release one a day and think that that's going to make a difference. One a day for one hundred and eighty days, potentially, and then deplete the emergency right. reserve that we have for our military. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, just our military could be like stalled where it is right now. Just. Huh. We couldn't move it. Well, anywhere. do you think that that's a bad thing? Because the military is actually very do. inclusive right now, and they are having like lots of Zoom calls uh, <laughs> about their LGBTQ plus communities. So and I think we're set. I did hear that violence is never the answer, no matter what. And what do you use the military for? Violence. Mm. So it's not the answer. So maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing they run out of <laughs> energy. <laughs> maybe. As, as we're facing World War III. Right. That is what we want, right. I think. <laughs> this was a bad idea when George Bush proposed it back in the day. When it's he was stupid. having high gas prices. This is not what it's for. You don't right. do this to lower prices. But, I mean, it's incomprehensible that you would do it when this is going on. Mm-hmm. When Russia is invading Ukraine. When we are one border away from an all-out NATO world war, right? Like we, if they decide they're going to roll across the border, remember Belarus, which is their state, basically, they basically run it, Mm -hmm. is on the border of all these NATO states. They don't even need to go through Ukraine to get there. One outbreak where they decide to do something like this, and all of a sudden, that, uh, that, that strategic oil reserve is going to become really important really fast. And it would be, it's insane to deplete it right now. Uh, look, oil prices are high. It sucks. Um, you know, but it's not the only thing that's going up. And it's been going up, as you point out, long before 
Vladimir Putin uh, came into the picture. This has gone on for a very, very long time. And if you go back and, and look, you can see tweets from the Biden administration showing you a half a cent drop from like six months ago to try to brag about how their policies, as they describe it, their policies are bringing gas prices down. Well, what are they doing now? Because if you draw that graph out to today, it looks a lot worse. They've stopped updating it, in case you wondered, um, shockingly. Uh, they have not updated that graph in quite a while, mm. mainly because the graph wouldn't fit on the screen. <laughs> the line goes so high <laughs> that you can't even fit the graph on the screen in its uh, current uh, form. So I, 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 you look at this and you, you know, you, you, it's hard to imagine someone having a worse first 18 months. It is. I, I, it's really, I, I can't. It is. It's, it's almost, it's, it's to the point where I'm starting to wonder, would Kamala actually be better? And yeah. I know, uh. I know that's, that's a hard thing to think about. But here, my main case on this is at least Kamala blabs and blabs and blabs and doesn't say anything. Like, that's what she's famous for. She runs her mouth forever. And you're like, what did she just say? She didn't <laughs> say anything that made sense. He's just blurting out things that will lead us into nuclear sure. war. Like, he is going to gaff us into a nuclear apocalypse. I'd rather have the vapid zilch with heels than I would him at this point. Yeah. Oh, God, that's hard for me. It it is hard. And and the other thing about her, just to to make my Kamala case here, she's also be very ineffective. Like, she would not be able to get anything done. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't be able to get anything passed, and she probably would not blurt out private military plans (laughs) in the middle of a speech (laughs) while in Poland. (laughs) I'm just saying, she'll say something dumb, but it yeah. shouldn't be the thing that starts a world war. You have a point. It's a, not a great point, because, I mean, she sucks. But I'm just saying, I, I am There's legitimately no worried him. with him. No. I mean, are you guys, because, I, I mean, that, that, the statement he made about taking Vladimir Putin out of power, which, you know, they're like, oh, well, of course, everyone thinks he should be out of power. Yeah, you don't say it when you you're freaking president. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. right. Like, was, we I can say president. it. Yeah. I was angry. Yeah. Was mad. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. not okay. Yeah. Well, it and, doesn't matter. No. But he needed a he needed a cheat sheet to I be able to even give that. that. To even say that. It's incredible. And, and he said, you know, <laughs> I was expressing my moral outrage. Your entire job as a statesman is to not express your moral outrage. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you you bring that in. You act pragmatically. <laughs> what is best for the country? I, you mm-hmm. don't get on the table and, and bang your fist on the table and scream things like you're on the corner of you know the, the corner stool of a bar. That is not your job. You're supposed to be president of the United States. If it was Trump, how oh would how would the yeah. media be reacting yeah. to that? Yeah. Oh, that's his personal feeling. That's <laughs> right. all he was. They would not be giving him that slack right. at all. He did far less, and they were calling yeah. for him to be removed from office. Yeah. So he he walked down a slippery ramp. At least yes. very carefully. Yes. And look, Trump did say things that were provocative at times. We all know it. But at least he was doing it intentionally. Exactly. Like he meant to do it. Right. He mm-hmm. thought the right thing to say about Kim Jong-un at this yeah. moment is this. And mm-hmm. you agree or disagree with it. At least he's in control of his faculties enough to make those decisions. Joe Biden is just saying things. Uh-huh. He's just blurting stuff out. Whatever pops into his mind at any given moment, he's going to say. And <clears throat> if next time he's making a speech, he says, I'm going to nuke Moscow in five minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I well, the, the funny thing to me about the cheat sheet, I mean, I guess this is probably obvious, but it's like, why do you need a cheat sheet for saying literally this was my feeling? Like if it was your feeling, you wouldn't need a cheat sheet to say I was expressing my own personal feelings that yep. that, that would just be obvious. And then the last question that it said, it was like, you know, trying to allude to whether or not NATO was fractured. And the answer was just like, no, NATO has never been more united. I'm like, I. 
that's very easy to remember. Right, you don't need a lot Any of Any question on NATO, you just say, no, NATO's very united. The other thing like, I love you about, don't the, need a cheat sheet. about the cheat sheet is that he holds it up for people to see and photograph, <laughs> and it's in like 36 font. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, it, it's another indication of how uh, senile yeah. he is. Right, because yeah. you say correctly, why would you need notes for something like that? Mm-hmm. Why would you need notes? You wouldn't. I read he it. Yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. can't remember things from minute to minute. Yeah. Yep. Like he, the, he, the reason he has notes is because he is in such <laughs> severe cognitive decline, yep. he might say the opposite. Right. He might say, I was changing policy. He might say NATO is not united. Who knows what he might say? But he was on prompter and he still went off <laughs> prompter. So what the hell's the difference? And this is what I mean. You can't even control it. Right? I like, I think his staff, honestly, is like just... Oh, stand they got to be no going what. out of their minds. And they can't even get them to do that. And this is stuff that's really <laughs> legitimately risking lives. This is like, it's not just him fumbling over a campaign speech. This is like legitimately he's putting American lives at risk with us. And, you know, it's like at the point where his staff would be better to just say, look, no. Don't no meetings, mm-hmm. no speeches. Yeah. Let's go back to the, remember the campaign strategy of staying in the basement. Go <laughs> yeah. back to that because that. that worked much better than what we have now. This is like legitimately putting us in danger. And back to Trump. Say what you will about how inflammatory he was. It worked yeah. with him. Exactly. Yeah. It worked. He kept him in check. Russia didn't do this under him. North Korea, North Korea was calmed down under him. Mm-hmm. And all hell is breaking loose now because of Biden. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, on the flip side, there are no more mean tweets. So that's oh, right. yeah, that's right. really great. We didn't yeah. practice so, that in. Yeah. Congratulations, everyone. No more mean <laughs> tweets. <laughs> we'll be right back. A really good point. We never factored that in at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes now you feel good about it, right? Sometimes they were very mean. Very mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. I just want to give a oh, just a little bit of a warning. If you have young children in the room, probably don't want them to hear this particular uh, segment. But I was I was looking at you know we talk about how crazy the left has gone with literally everything. Uh, there's a graphic that I saw on Twitter from giving the talk that you know consent obviously is a big deal. I agree that it's a big deal, but the left seems to take it to a whole new level. They say consent is ongoing. Continually check in with your partner about their comfort, desires, needs, and boundaries. And they give uh, examples of what this might sound like. And it gets very graphic. I won't go into all of it. But the thing that I have an issue with is it's like, do you want it harder? Do you want it softer? What's going on for you? And then it switches to, are you thirsty? <laughs> and then it says, do you want are a you? snack? <laughs> I got to hook up with whoever this is. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where are the Cheetos? Bring them. I mean, I don't uh, think this thing ever gets Costanza. done if you're asking all these questions. That's like, what I'm shut saying. up. <laughs> Stop asking me things. Can we just, you know, shut up? That's what I'm saying. So, so for ad- so let's just so for adults, oh they say gosh. for adults, consent is ongoing. You need to constantly make sure that an adult is on the same page for children. You got to indoctrinate them any way you can. So saying yes at the beginning is not enough now. They've got to say yes. Yes. Every step of the way. Yes. The whole time. Yes. And you have to answer questions like, do you need to pee? Do you need to pee? 
Oh, would you like something different? Would you like more of the same? Well, I feel like you should be able to tell by the context clues. <laughs> should if they I want leave more of and ask my best friend to come over? <laughs> uh, would you like that? Or <laughs> uh, one of my favorite parts of this is like, why is asking if you should be wearing a condom this late? We've been having sex for like two hours, and then you ask about the condom. So, so that's a great point. So you've gotten a drink, <laughs> you've gotten a snack, you've taken a break, you pull, you pulled out the toys, and now you're asking. Oh, and by the way, condom time or what? Oh. That, that happens after the pizza rolls. When does that occur? Uh, it really is. Hey, should we lube the car right now? I, I understand that the tires are getting a little bald too, and maybe we should do a brake check on it. It's so strange. Weird. It's like this. I these, you have to sign these forms and like uh-huh. go through and get them notarized, uh-huh. and I don't know what is going to happen. Uh, this might stop all sex. We have to worry about any Me Too stuff yeah. because no one's ever going to hook up <laughs> with anyone ever abstinent. again. It is fascinating. Like, I, there's this change that has gone on in our society, and I think it actually is related to stuff like we talk about with BLM, where they were saying we want to undermine the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. This is undermining gender roles and how they interact, right? Like you're overturning yeah. the entire process. I, I read something from a writer um, uh, a, a couple of months ago where she was describing like the dance between men and women and how they get together. And if you think this was an, if you think about like what has happened with apps, right? You're now, I guess, everyone dates. They're on Tinder. They're on all these different apps. They're going through. They're sorting through. They're seeing people who are on the site intentionally. So they've consented in advance to right. be looked at as a possible mate, right? Possible mm-hmm. date. And then they get approached on the app in that context. Well, th- that. They were presenting that as like, okay, that's how people are now. So now if you're doing it the old school way where like you flirt with someone at work, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have someone right over here who happens to be married with someone at work. Uh, that You're the weird one now, now right, right? right? Like right. I, I met my wife at work as well. Now think about the way that's portrayed when you hear those stories. A guy is flirting with a, with a person she works with and mm-hmm. not treating her seriously for her work, but actually trying to get to know her personally. And the power it's seen dynamic. as this weird, mm-hmm. like, like psych, psychotic, like, uh, you know, a Me Too violation mm-hmm. where that was the way, you know, pretty much everybody who's complaining about it got born because all their parents uh, met that way. Now it's weird to meet in a normal one-on-one work context or you meet somebody out somewhere. Now there has to be that like layer of digital consent before mm-hmm. you even begin the process. It's all being turned upside down. All I know is I'm glad I'm not out there, man. For anyone who's out there dating, I, I wish you the best, but I don't want to go anywhere near it. Well, you say that, but, so, but we both have sons who mm-hmm. are younger and it's like, what is going to happen to the boys of today convent. when they get to uh, that? I'm, bringing, I'm sending them to a convent. I mean, really, weeks, it's like uh, anytime they take a girl out on a date, they're have to have them sign a contract mm-hmm. uh, you know like I don't it's very scary yeah it's very scary and I, I mean I really do worry about especially you know, my son just you know it's natural right yeah. to worry about like does someone decide they don't like him and yeah, just report just, him as some terrible yep, criminal yep, who knows yep. and the interesting thing is that might be the left's preferred method of hooking up mm-hmm. but that's that's not no. law no. that's not the law no. you don't have to that's that's so, actually, I would advise that you don't ask all these questions. Yeah. I would just, yeah. I would, that's going to kind of, that's going to kill the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say. Except for the snack one. That's a good addition to this <laughs> no. whole process. Yes. Really? Yeah. You want to stop for a snack in the middle? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, bring a Slurpee along. <laughs> so know? then, so it's refreshing. if you're a woman, maybe ask if they want a snack. If you're a man, don't 
ask if they want a snack. Don't ask your lady if she wants a snack in between. <laughs> You're supposed to be the snack. <laughs> Dear, I have a Chris sandwich. Would you like to <laughs> would you like to partake? I think that's a nice loving it's gesture. Nice. It's nice. It is. They they take the they take mm. the fun out of everything. Everything. The dating, I'm I mean, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't oh, I, uh, why would anyone want to date at this uh, point? It just seems like way more of a chore than anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was supposed supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like you're you're meeting someone new. It's exciting, like all that. What is this? What is this process now? And then uh, if it, it happens, so empty. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice if it's spontaneous. Right. But this can't be. It can't that. be spontaneous. Right. Can't be. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Really is fascinating. Don't forget to uh, go wherever you get your audio podcasts. You got a good, there's a little magnifying glass. You hit it, you search for the news and why it matters. It's a really long title. I don't know why it's so long, but you don't have to enter in all of that because it will pop up. You can click it. And then from there, you can subscribe, rate, and review the show. Obviously, give us five stars. We deserve no less. And if you leave us a nice review, we may, uh, we may read it live on air, like the one today from mjax 88 who gave us five stars and said, amazing, rock star, you can keep your show going in spite of the weather, but Pat and Keith can't. Uh-oh, shots fired. <laughs> They're still harping on that from wow. what? A month and a half, they two months ago? They you. <laughs> Why are you so... It was one day! Why are you so lazy? <laughs> one day of ice! <laughs> one day! You can't risk your life to come into the uh, no, studio well, to do I, could, I would have risked mine. Uh, I didn't want the rest of the... Peons to risk theirs. Oh, you know? That's so nice of you. That yeah. when you're really nice. That's peons. big of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you that's think of the peasants every once in a while. Right. That's really good Every of once you. in a while. Yeah. And I mean, the next day we slept overnight so that we could do the show for them. Did you really? Yeah. I slept here in my, in my dressing room. I wondered how you got mm-hmm. here so early. Yeah. That's wow. That's wow. Lovely. And we did that for you. How do you feel now? Yeah. Slept overnight. There are not beds here. No. It's, and right. the couches are not even comfortable. Not at all. So, <laughs> just saying. But luckily, you don't have any back problems or anything. <laughs> right. You know, so, right. Fine. so everything's no big fine. Deal. Very spry. Yeah. It's no big deal. Uh, so, okay, MJAX88, sorry, we got distracted. Your guests are intelligent, well-informed, spot-on, and your abortion rant was amazing. Keep fighting. I never miss your show. Thank you for your review. Thank you for giving Pat some crap because we, yeah. you know, we got to give everyone some crap from time to yeah. time. Thanks, MJ. In fact, submit your review and give Stu some crap next time. Yeah, do that. Because <laughs> I'm staying home. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.